Today's sermon is on the, the Lord being our rock. You know, we talk about the Lord being our shepherd, the healer. And I was thinking about this, this, uh, this psalm, and this song came to me. So a uh, song, song is called In Times Like These, and it really talks about um, the times that we are living in. Um, they are challenging times. There's lots happening in our country, in our culture. And where do we rely on? Who do we hold on to? Who is our foundation? What are we really standing on? You know, we were singing standing on the promises, but it's a, it's a good reminder for us that we need to stand on the solid ground. And that solid ground is Jesus Christ. And that's the song about. And, and uh, I will ask you to join me in the chorus. It's a beautiful song, but uh, please hear the words and uh, I pray that we will uh, experience the presence of the Lord. In times like these, you need a Savior. In times like these, you need an anchor. Be very sure, be very sure, your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. This rock is Jesus. Yes, He's the one. If you don't know it, sing with me. This rock is Jesus, the only one. Be very sure. Be very sure. Your Solid in times like these, you need the Bible in times like these. Oh, be not idle, be very sure, be very sure. Your anchor. is Jesus. Yes, He's the one. This rock is Jesus, the only one. Be very sure. Be very sure. Your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. I like I love this verse. In times like these, I have a Savior. In times like these, I have a
rock is Jesus. This rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. This rock is Jesus. The only one. Be very sure. Be very sure. Your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Isn't that beautiful? This rock is Jesus. I'll be reading from Psalm 18 this morning, and we've been in the book of Psalms for a few weeks, and we have one more message from Psalms next week. But today's message is from Psalm 18. So if you have a Bible, or if you would like to follow me on your iPhone, your iPad, or your, or your Bible, we'll love to, for you to join me. Or we have the words on the screen also. Psalm 18, verse 1. I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The pangs of death surrounded me and the floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God, and he heard my voice from the temple. And my cry came before him, even to his ears. This is the word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we come humbly in your presence at this time. Thank you for your presence that is so strong in this sanctuary this morning. And Lord, we want to be so sensitive to what you want to say to us. Lord, please hide me behind that cross of Calvary. That only your word be preached. That only your name, Jesus, be exalted. Come, Holy Spirit, help us in this time of preaching. Open our heart, our ears, our minds. And Lord, we pray that through this message, we will all be encouraged, we will all be touched, and we will all draw closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So we have been in a series, The Lord Is. And we began a few weeks ago with a message, The Lord is my shepherd. And then we looked at the Lord is my helper. The Lord is my healer. And last Sunday we looked at the Lord is my light. And today's message is the Lord is my rock. And then next Sunday we will, be, we will conclude by saying the Lord is good. The Lord is, as we have uh, been going through this week, the Lord is a present tense statement, which means that it is constant and continuing. The Lord not only, not only helped us yesterday, but He is our helper today. He is our healer today. He is our guide today. He is our light today. He is our rock today. And friends, that is something that is so true. If you, if you don't get anything out of this message, 
This is something we all need to, to believe and we need, we need to look upon and pay attention to that, that the foundation of Jesus never changes. Things may change around us. Situation may change around us. Things may happen in our life, in the life of our family. Things may happen that we never expected. But there is one thing that you and I can count on. And the scripture says this, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. And this is the word of God. And this is something that we hold on to. And so when David writes, the Lord is my shepherd, the Lord is my healer, the Lord is my rock, he, is, he knows, he believes that this is true, that, that in all his life experiences, that Jesus never changed. His help never changed. His guidance never changed. The Lord is my rock. In Psalm 18 verse 2, he writes, the Lord is my rock and my fortress. And my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. When David is writing this, this psalm, and, and this psalm is also recorded in, in 2 Samuel chapter 22. And you will read the same words that I just read. It's recorded in 2 Samuel of the old, in the Old Testament. And it, it talks about a time when David is running for his life. Saul, the king who was before, king, before David, is, is running to take, take Saul's life, to kill him. And David is running in the, in, the, in the rocks, in the mountains. He's trying to hide in the mountains, running for his life. And that's why when he says, the Lord is my rock, rock was a place where he would hide, where he would find refuge, where he would find safety, where he would find security from all the enemies of Saul and, and his, his soldiers that were coming out to take his life. And it was in the rock where he found uh, protection. And so that's why he calls the Lord is my rock. Now, in all of our families, in our families, in our homes, in this church, we have people who we call rock in our families. Now, I want you to think for a moment, who are people in our lives who are like rock to us? In our homes, in our family, for some of us it may be our spouse, or some of us it may be our grandma, grandpa. We all, right? We all have someone in our family that we go to when we need help. Now these people that we call rock in our family, they are like the pillars of our family. These are people who are prayer warriors. These are people who are solid in their faith and committed to Jesus. Nothing moves them. Whatever is going on, troubles are happening, they are like a solid rock in our homes, in our family. They are just like solid in their conviction, humble yet dependent on God. They are the people that we run to when we need to make important decisions. We seek their guidance. These are people that we, we run to or call to when we are scared or troubled. These are people that we reach out to when we need a listening ear, some encouragement, we go to them. Someone that we can, we can put our shoulder on and lean on and cry on. These are, these are people who are like rock to us. In every church that I've pastored and in my own life, uh, there have been people that have been a rock. One of the, one of the grandmas um, in my first church, I always go back to LaRue County, Wesley Meadows was my small little church. And in that church came a lady, her name was Ruth Brown. She was a very um, um, 
simple yet ordinary, a powerful lady, woman of prayer. Every Sunday, she would come around 9 a.m., and right next to our church was a prayer room. And she was like the prayer warrior of the church, you know, just, you just someone that was just faithful, who was strong in the Lord, and she would often pray. Before I went to preach, I would pray with her and a couple of other leaders, and she would pray, and tears would roll down her, her, her eyes, praying for you, praying for, for the pastors, for the church. And the reason I'm sharing this is because some of us may have lost the, that pillar or that rock in our lives, and we remember them. And we miss their presence, don't we? We miss calling them or talking to them because they were the one that we could hide in, confide in. Not everyone can you call and just share about your life. There are some people that God places, they are like rock to us, and you can share with them. You see, David, when he writes this, uh, he experienced some of the things that we experience, whether it's disappointment or, or fear or discouragement. Where do we go to when we are facing these kinds of emotions or experiences? When David writes this, the Lord is my rock. Friends, he was experiencing near-death experiences. Now, he was a man of God, but he was experiencing fear in a way that, was, that had taken, taken, was trying to take over his life. But he writes the Lord is my rock. And when he writes this, it is a statement of faith. It's not something he's just saying. He believes that even in my fear, even if I am close to my death, or even if I'm facing enemies all around me, I know that I can stand on the rock. The Lord is my rock. He makes a bold declaration, a personal experience. The Lord is my rock. That's why he writes Psalm 18. I believe this is so relevant to us that we too can go to our Savior, to this rock, whatever is happening in our life. Now, I want to just briefly share this recording of Psalm 18 in 2 Samuel chapter 22. Now, I'm, go I'm not going to read verse 1 and 2, but I'm going to read verse 5 and 6. And when it says this, he's talking about his life experience. He says, in verse 4 and 5, when the waves of death surrounded me, the floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and, and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple and my cry entered his ear. In those dark moments, it is in Jesus that he found security, safety, and refuge in that rock, whatever place that he was hiding in. That's why he says, the Lord is my rock. Now I want to share a little bit more about what does it mean to have a rock in our life? What does it mean when we say Jesus Christ is our rock? First of all, friends, Jesus Christ is our rock means that he is a, a shelter and refuge for us. He is a shelter and refuge for us in times of sorrows, in times of troubles, in times of uncertainties. We have a rock in Jesus. As I was preparing this message, I was thinking about the time of COVID. COVID disrupted a lot of things. It affected many lives. It caused a lot of fear. It caused a lot of uncertainty. 
And we have been able to make through all of, all of those difficult times. We, are, we have been able to make it through and come forward with the help of God. This rock Jesus that has helped us in our difficult time and has helped us in this time and even will help us in the future. One of the words that I often heard during the time of COVID, as people were beginning to pray, they were beginning to seek God, uh, one of the, the scriptures I often heard was Psalm 91. And Psalm 91 verse 1 and 4 says this, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. This morning, friends, I don't know where you are and what is going on in your life. We have a refuge in Jesus. We have a shelter in Jesus. The song we just sang a few minutes ago says, Rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wounded side which flowed be of sin the double cure, save from wrath and make me pure. Jesus Christ is our rock, he is our shelter, and he is our refuge. Now, as I was thinking about Jesus being a rock, I was thinking about this sanctuary. You see, Georgetown first is a, is a place of safety. It's a place of, of comfort. It is a, it is a place of, of refuge right here in this place. And, and many people have come in this sanctuary for years. And they have found hope. And they have found comfort, and they have found refuge, and they have found healing right in this place. This, this church, Georgetown First, has been in this community for over 200 years. Isn't that amazing? This place has been a rock in this community. This week I received a call. I had, been, I had a busy day. I was about to go home, and I get a call about 5 o'clock, and... Uh, this former member calls me and says, Pastor Andrew, I, I, need, I need prayer. And she was just crying. And the first thing I did, I don't know why, I just suddenly was on the phone call. I came into the sanctuary and I knelt at the altar and I prayed with this person. I don't know why my mind said, let's go to the sanctuary. I was reminded that this sanctuary is a place of security and safety. In God's presence. And friends, countless times, I personally witnessed how God brought healing. People came with hurt. They came with different things. And God has met them. And God has healed them. This church has been a rock in this community. Now, next Saturday, we're going to have a back-to-school bash here. This picture is on our website. This is from a few years ago when back to school happened. This Saturday, the community is going to come inside this church. Think about it, my friends. They are not just entering any building. They are entering the house of God. And my prayer with you is that, as, as, that we begin praying that as people enter the community, enters the children enter. For some people, it may be the first time entering a building called church. And we are praying that, that they will encounter the love and the comfort and the peace of Jesus. Isn't that wonderful that this outreach is happening in our church? 
It is not about the name of our church. It is about Jesus Christ. And, and, and it is His church where we can find healing and hope and comfort and transformation. Georgetown first. I believe it's the best church in the world. Somebody say amen to that. Thank you for clapping there. But think about it, friends. It's not just a place. It's a place where we come and we worship, but this is where we have friends that, these are, this is a place where we have fans that will pray for us. We have the grief meal. We have the family meal. We have the fellowship meal. Why do we come here? Because this place is like a rock. We, we don't have our lives together. We are not perfect. I am not perfect. I need the church. You need the church. We need the church. The community needs the church. This is a place called the rock. Now, second thing I want to share that Jesus Christ is not only um, uh, but a rock and a shelter, but he is a foundation. Jesus Christ is a rock, a foundation that is strong and firm, unmoved and unshakable, despite all that is happening around us and inside of us. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3 and 11, For no other foundation can anyone lay than which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. When we were, we were having the construction of this, this fellowship gym, there was so much construction work, there was a foundation that was being laid to make sure that this building is strong and firm. And so, friends, it is very important what we build our lives on. It, it's very important what do we stand on. It's very important well, where we are as a family together. It's very important that we have a strong foundation. Because if we don't have a strong foundation, things will crumble and they're going to fall. Listen to this scripture from Matthew 7, 24 to 27. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the stream rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet, it did not fall. Why? Because it had its foundation on the rock. This rock is Jesus. But it says, but everyone who hears these words of mine and, and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the stream rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Here's the lesson I want to share from my heart. We must build, we must build our lives on the foundation of Jesus Christ, our rock. We must build our family on the life and the mission and the word of Jesus Christ. We must hold tightly to Jesus, our rock. He's a strong foundation, and that's what we need to build and focus on. There is a great song we're going to sing in a few minutes. It's called by, My Hope is Built on by Edward Mort. Listen to the words of this song. It says, On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Think about it, friends. We really, we really need to 
to listen to what God is saying. What are we building our church on? What are we building our families on? What are we building our individual lives on? It needs to have a foundation of the Word of God. It needs to have a foundation where Jesus Christ is the center of it all. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Jesus Christ, our shelter. Jesus Christ, our foundation. And thirdly, Jesus Christ, our rock, who is a prayer hearing and prayer answering God. Listen to this in Psalm 18, verse 6, where he, is, he, is, is, he, text, he, he says that he was encountering almost a, a difficult and near-death experience, and he called unto God, in my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he cried out to my God. He heard my voice, and he heard me from the temple. My cry came before him, even to his Ears. This rock that we are preaching, friends, he's not only a solid rock, but he, he is a rock that is sensitive, sensitive to your needs and my needs. Isn't that wonderful? He is a rock that is solid, yet a rock that can be touched, can be felt, can be, can be experienced. I was reading a scripture yesterday where uh, in the scripture where someone would say, oh, they are not, these disciples are not worshiping, and Jesus said, the stones will cry out. The stones will cry out. Sensitive. Jesus Christ is a sensitive God. He's a prayer hearing and prayer answering God. So as we leave this sanctuary, who is our hope? Who is our rock? Jesus Christ is our rock. He is our foundation. He is our rock. Amen, friends. Let's build our foundation on his word. Let's build our lives on Jesus because whatever we do in, in, in the name of Jesus Christ will last forever. And whatever we stand on is going to last forever if we stand on the foundation of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for this word. Thank you, Lord, that David gives us a very important picture of Building our lives on the word of Jesus. Building our lives in fellowship. Building our lives by being in your house, this shelter where we can find hope and we can find healing and we can find comfort. Lord, I know there are many people in this sanctuary and online that needed to hear this word. That you are still a rock that they can lean on. They can cry on. They can depend on. And God, thank you so much for this church. And thank you so much for being a rock in our lives. A place where we have cried. A place where we have come to hide. A place where we have come to pour down and say, Lord, I need your help today. Thank you, Lord. You are our Savior you are our way, the truth, and the life. Thank you for touching us. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.